what keeps me motivated is knowing I'm going to fail eventually, but knowing I'm still saved and knowing that God is still good at the end of the day. Hello and welcome back to the Competing for Christ podcast. I'm your host, Ken Burke, and today I have a great honor of having on Ohio State volleyball player Chelsea Thorpe. Chelsea is a freshman at the Ohio State University, and for what I have seen, Chelsea, you are a beast at volleyball and a freakishly skilled athlete and could probably kill me if you spiked on me. Uh, but that being said, thank you so much for coming on. I think our conversation today is going to be really insightful to a lot of people uh, in our talk about Christian women in athletics. Uh, but Chelsea, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing great. Doing great. I am thrilled that you are here. Um, I think that a person of your stature is going to give a lot of insight into <laughs> what it means to be a Christian woman in athletics. Uh, but first of all, can you start us off by telling everyone uh, some background about your experience as a Christian and in sports? So um, I've always grown up in a Christian household. Uh, my mom was a preacher's daughter, so um, I've just always grown up in the church. Uh, I got baptized when I was in third grade, and I just was like, wow, I feel so renewed. And um, I was like, wow, I feel so different. But um, that was kind of my background. Um, and then in sports, I started playing volleyball when I was in second grade. And um, I actually was dancing before that. And my mom's coworker was like, hey, your kids are super tall. You should put them in volleyball. Maybe they'll have a chance of um, getting a scholarship. So my mom put me in volleyball. I absolutely hated it at first, but uh, I, <laughs> I stuck with it. I just kept playing and I loved it and I grew to love it. And now I made it to Ohio State. What made you change from hating volleyball to now, you know, going to Ohio State, which is crazy? I think just, I feel like when you're bad at something and you start playing or when you're, whenever you're learning something new, it might not be that enjoyable, but I just found out like I'm getting better and I kept seeing new improvements and I just really loved getting better. So I think that's what made mm. me really grow to love it. Yeah. Yeah. I have that same, uh, I guess, relationship with golf because I used to hate it, but I still suck at it. Um, but I kind of love it in a way, which is kind of weird. Um, but obviously you're only starting in your uh, career at Ohio State. How did you feel led to Ohio State uh, through the recruiting process? Well, I did not get this feeling at any other school. Um, it just really felt like family and home. I mean, I feel like a lot of athletes say that, but as soon as I stepped on campus, I was like, I knew I wanted to be here. Um, the coaches were really what drew me in because those were like my first contact with people I had with the school. So um, I really loved the coaches and uh, they took a chance on me and I was really excited to be a Buckeye. Yeah, that's so cool. How How's it been so far? Like, uh, obviously you've only been there for maybe a semester, but is it intimidating at all? Is it, you know, do you feel prepared? That was uh, something I was really scared about coming into college. I really wanted to be prepared and I felt like mm. if I didn't do everything I was supposed to, like being in the gym every day, getting good grades, I felt like I just wasn't going to be prepared. But now that I'm here, I do feel like I was prepared. Just like classes are hard. I'm going to be honest. Workouts are harder than high school, mm. but I feel like I've adapted. And I think this summer, being here this summer really um, prepared me to for preseason and when it really gets tough. 
I feel like teachers in high school really like scare you into thinking that college is gonna be like another beast and then when you get there you're like oh it's not so bad and then like the first day of classes starts and you're like oh my god yeah <laughs> it's so crazy yeah. and then workouts on top of that morning workouts it's just right yeah it's a different beast but what's been the biggest change so far going from your high school i don't, I don't know if it was smaller or a large high school to now osu hmm i'd say probably just handling everything um volleyball was um it was it was easy i'm gonna say it was much easier in high school i was captain i've been captain for i was captain for two years and it was just different like you go from being such um like you go from being one of the best players on the team to now just being you know you're a freshman again so i think that was a a big switch yeah it's it's hard going from I mean, I'm sure you were like a big fish in a little pond to now right. you're a little fish in a humongous <laughs> pond, yeah. you know, in the big 10 and nationally, but it's, that's, that's, it can be intimidating, but I'm glad to see that you are like trying to prepare yourself a little bit. Right, right, um, right. But when, when did you realize that Christ had to be at the center of your life? Not, not just in, you know, the church or some, some relationships, but in everything like the sports that you play? Well, in 2020, you know, it was a difficult year for everybody with COVID and um, I couldn't play volleyball. So that was like a huge mm -hmm. part of my life. And I just remember being on TikTok a lot and I'd see all these Christian videos and I'd watch them all. And I just realized how good God has been to me and that he really mm -hmm. deserves a lot more from me. And before then, I did not know what the gospel was. Um, I was probably at lukewarm I, I, I was a lukewarm christian and i i thought got the gospel was gospel music honestly <laughs> but um mm. i i learned what the gospel was i got my first bible i read all the gospels and um it just really brought me closer to him and um a lot of people were getting sick in my family you know covid um chicago violence it's really bad but mm. it just really brought me closer to him closer to him because I had him to trust and he says, give your worries to him. And I did that. And I just felt like my faith kept getting stronger. Yeah. That, I mean, 2020 was definitely so hard. And I, I feel like it, it either did two things to a lot of Christians. It either made them more lukewarm or it made them trust in him more. Uh, and the fact that you, you know, you started to understand that like, Hey, I'm called to a bigger purpose in this life. And especially, you know, as a Christian athlete, we are supposed to be all out for God. Um, and I think a lot of athletes, myself included, like we, you know, you start off, you're, you can be lukewarm uh, when you grow up in the church and you are constantly surrounded by, you know, the Bible and you have all of the Sunday school answers. If you, you need to take the next step and you have to realize that, athletics and everything else that we're involved in has to be centered around Christ. Uh, it's hard for athletes sometimes because, you know, and athletics are embedded into our DNA, but having athletes like yourself glorify God, even on the big stage of Ohio state is, you know, it's, it's amazing to see. And I think God will work throughout your college career. 100%. Yeah, I agree. So as we transition into our topic today, this episode is going to be really a continuation of a series that we're in highlighting women in Christian in the Christian athletics world. Uh, so as a woman that has been part in sports your entire life, what keeps you motivated as a Christian woman in athletics? I'd say what keeps me motivated is 
knowing I'm going to fail eventually, but knowing I'm mm. still saved and knowing that God is still good at the end of the day. Um, that's really what keeps me motivated because I mean, it's sports, you're, you're, it's inevitable that you're going to fail, but just knowing that I am not defined by my sport, I, my identity is found in Christ. So that really keeps me mm. motivated. And on my shoes, I wrote um, on one side, the God is greater, you know, like the, <laughs> with the symbol yep. and then high, the higher and lows and then I write yep. fearless so just whenever I might look down I had really I had a lot of problems with low self-esteem so sometimes mm. I might look down hang my head down but I see those uh words on my shoes and I helps me pick my head back up mm. yeah has there been like specific I know like LeBron James does that he writes you know his family on his sneakers and everything else has there been like a mo- motivational or inspirational person in your life uh in your personal life or just somebody that you look up to well honestly my little sister is uh she's 15 now but she's always had medical problems and Mm. she's just so strong because she's had so many surgeries i mean i probably can't even count them on my hand just what she's gone through but she's she just perseveres through so much and she just really like really shows me I can do anything that I put my mind to. And she's so strong, honestly. And, but she's, she's mm-hmm. literally the most joyful person. She acts like nothing's nothing ever phases her. So she really inspires me. Wow. That is that's so amazing. Do you find yourself like wanting to play for her on the court? 100%. 100%. Yeah. It's when you find someone or something to play for aside from God, obviously like that it can motivate you so much more and it, it gives you so much more, I guess, validation uh, when you do have success. And even in your failure, just like, Hey, I'm playing for them. I'm playing for something bigger than myself. Right. And I think that's so, that's so special that you're doing that for your sister. And this next question, you know, in the past sports were actually seen as a, something that women should not participate in, in, you know, mm-hmm. Christian values, traditional Christian values. We obviously know now that that is absurd, absolutely absurd. Uh, for you, for you personally, how how does playing sports affect your relationship with Jesus? It can either affect it in a positive way or a negative way. Um, I'd much rather have it in a positive <laughs> way, but positively, it will affect my relationship. Um, it'll bring me closer to Him, and I will be playing for Him. I'll play for audience of one and my one person. Well, God, of course, but. Negatively, sometimes I have just really placed my identity in sports and I felt like that just bought me away from him. And I just felt myself feeling weak spiritually, but I, I feel I play my best when I'm spiritually strong, physically strong and mentally strong. So that's why I like to stay, um, well, not, I don't like to stay close to God just so I can be good at sports, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I completely understand. Like, I think it was last season. I caught myself like before every game, kind of like a ritual, listening to mm-hmm. gospel music just so I would like play good. And then in the middle of the middle of the season, I was like, "That's not how that works. Mm-hmm. That's, <laughs> no, that's not, not at good at all." So I think like catching yourself and having conversations about like like this uh, can do a lot for your you know game both physical game and mental game. Uh, and I love that you said like you have, you feel better on the court when your mental game and physical game is at top notch. And I'm sure you get a lot of 
uh, physical training at OSU uh, because of all the workouts that you do. Right. Um, but yeah, the mental game is definitely a big, big factor in the sports world today. And obviously, like you struggle with low self esteem, and I think so many, so many women do, so many men do. I think women talk about it more so than men. Mm-hmm. Uh, but how have you, how have you handled that? Is that primarily something that you have a lot of conversations about? Well, I feel like as I get older, it gets better, but I just, you know, experiment, try new things. So when I'm on the court, I really just try to relax, just relax, take Mm. a deep breath in, not only relaxing your mind, but relaxing your body, just um, like get rid of the tenseness. And I feel like that really helps me a lot. Also, um, you know, volleyball is a team sport, so I just try to say like I'm bettering the ball for the next person. So not thinking about myself like, oh, I don't want to mess up, but I just want to make the ball better for the person who's uh, contacting it after me. Yeah, I think, I mean, that that was going to be my next question or next kind of statement is one thing that I love about women's sports is in particular how team and sister, you know, oriented that the teams are, the programs are. Why, why do you think this is like, is it, is it because women have strived to have a better family aspect to teamwork? Yeah, definitely. And especially volleyball, you know, volleyball, you can't, no one person can't score all the points, you know, you have Mm. to have three people, at least three people touch the ball. And um, it's just, I feel like when you have that um, team bond on a volleyball court, it just makes you guys closer together. Mm. And I know Ohio state on the team, we do, um, dare to lead and we really just focus on being vulnerable with each other and um, just really connecting with each other off the court because yeah. it will be seen on the court if you guys connect off the court of course yeah yeah that is true i think we've all been on teams where no one hangs out with each other outside of the court and right. <laughs> no one wants anything to do with anybody uh and those teams fall apart very badly <laughs> very quickly, but yeah um <laughs> Yeah, for the most part, the women's sports are so tight-knit, and I just admire the way that no matter what happens on the court or the field, they always seem to pick each other up, and I think that's really something that especially men should look towards and uh, try to live up to because that's so important in, in any team that you're a part of, even outside of sports. Right. Yeah. Me being a freshman on the team, they immediately like took me under their wings. There's so many... I think everyone in my position is a junior, senior, or fifth year. So I'm like mm. the only freshman and they immediately took me under their wing and they helped me. They constantly check up on me. Wow. I remember uh, my first conditioning session and I was out of breath. I'm not going to lie. I was very, <laughs> <laughs> very fatigued. But one of the seniors, um, she came and put my arm around her shoulder um, and we walked together. So that just really shows who they are and, um, the character that the whole team has. Well, when you get seniors or upperclassmen that really buy into making the underclassmen feel, you know, welcomed, I think that has significant Mm -hmm. ramifications for the entire program and the entire culture. Do you think that was only the seniors or only past seniors that, that did that? Or you think that's the whole coaching staff and the whole program as a, as a whole? It's the whole program as a whole, for sure. You know, my coach, um, well, we can't practice with our coaches uh, in the summer, but my head coach, she made a, um, an effort to meet with all the freshmen and just talk, you know, just sit down and talk, like, how are we doing? And um, we do that throughout the year. 
Um, and then my trainer, I talked to my trainer. We have psychologists that um, can help us if we need it. So just support from everybody. And the, the whole team is just so, I hang out with all, um, well, underclassmen, like freshmen and sophomores, we hang out a lot because we're going to be roommates. And it's just really nice. We we are super close as a team. So mm, That's great. Being being a Division One athlete, I mean, it comes with a lot of responsibility. How have you how have you managed that throughout throughout your time at OSU so far? Hmm. I'd say just okay. Time management is number one. You know, you just really have, <laughs> you really have to know how to manage your time. So, what comes first? Um, my spiritual journey comes first. Um, but and then I have homework, and then I have lifts. So you know, some things that other students who aren't athletes might prioritize like having social relationships that's not really at the top of my hit list right now but um Mm. just really using the resources that ohio state provides for me uh we have a student athlete support service offices and uh, you can go there to get mentoring to get tutoring and um, everything you need academically uh we have our top of the line uh, trainers who, you know, give you everything, treatment, rehab, all of that. So just really staying on top of it and using the resources that they provide for us. How have you dealt, you talked about like low self-esteem, how have you dealt with other mental issues like anxiety and nervousness and depression as, as an athlete? Just knowing that it's okay to fail. You know, I Mm. feel like that was something I didn't really learn until I got older playing volleyball. Like I've been playing since I was eight and I did, I'm going to be honest, like it's taken a very long time for me to realize that it's okay to make mistakes. And on a lot of the teams that I've been on, I was the main person to get kills, to get points. They, my team relied on me to do a lot and realizing that you're, it's okay to make mistakes just really helped me mm. and just relaxing on the court. Like I said earlier, just, um, being present, you know, as you, as you get older, how do you remind yourself that it's okay to fail? Okay. I think my relationship with God has definitely, uh, reminded me that it's okay. Uh, earlier, I definitely found my identity in volleyball. You know, I'm a volleyball player. That's the first thing mm. I said when introducing myself to people, I'm a volleyball player. I love volleyball, but reminding myself that I'm playing for an audience of one just really helps me. That's so true. I mean, for, I mean, I'm sure the majority of the people listening to this are like, yeah, uh, I, when people, when I introduce myself, it's, you know, I'm a soccer (laughs) player, I'm a volleyball player, I'm a baseball player. Like that shouldn't, that shouldn't be the first thing that you, that you say. Um, and I think, I mean, on every college campus, it seems that like, you know, who the soccer players are, you know, who the volleyball players are. And I think, we shouldn't do that. We should, we should really strive to be like, Oh, that person is a believer and he's a straight A student. He's a participant in FCA or whatever they're uh, participating in instead of solely saying that they are a athlete. Uh, I think that can do a lot of damage to just your persona as a whole, because if you are solely a athlete when that's over like you're not gonna have you're not gonna have that label anymore so as we start to wind down today uh what encouragement would you say to the younger female athletes that that maybe are listening to this i'd say to be yourself and don't let anybody try to change you uh you're gonna have times where you fail i mean i feel like i've been talking about failure a lot uh today (laughs) 
<laughs> but I mean, it's okay. It's okay to take risk and take risk mm. and learn new things and don't be afraid to learn new things. I just got, I got done reading a book called uh, The Magic of Thinking Big. And I mean, it seemed like the author talked so much about you're going to fail. You are going to have to fail to in order to succeed. And the sooner you realize that, the sooner you're going to succeed. And and even when you do fail, you're you're not going to be discouraged by it. You're going to keep persevering and keep knowing that God's in control and he's going to he's going to deliver you under his plans no matter what. But the last question I have for you, what advice would you give to your younger self if you could? Chelsea, be confident. Be confident in <laughs> <laughs> like just be confident in what you've learned up to this point um, and just keep working, you know. You're the sky's the mm. limit and your potential is off the charts, you know. You're going to Ohio State soon. So, <laughs> you know, just just keep working, Chelsea, and stay confident. That's what I tell myself. Yeah, yeah, that is so true. And I'm sure a lot, a lot of athletes need to hear that constantly, every day. But Chelsea, as we, as we close here today, I just want to thank you for coming on. Uh, and also thank you for being a Christian leader at such a big school like Ohio State. It's been so amazing talking to you and I cannot wait to see how you do this fall. Thank you so much, Ken. And congrats. Uh, did you get married yet? I'm not sure. I did. I did. Yes. <laughs> Congratulations on that. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. Um, all right. Well, for all the listeners out there, please share this episode, leave a rating and follow us on social media platforms and also keep up with Ohio State Volleyball this coming fall. Um, but if you don't get anything else from this episode, remember this, that no matter what, God loves you and he's going to fight for you no matter what. Talk to you next time. Thank you.